classic streams. Duncan batting second, and I'm moving you up to third. Huh. Mike Allen will bat fourth in your old spot. All right with me, boss. Just stick me anywhere in the lineup where I get a chance to poke a couple, and I'm happy. Right. Now, Lefty, your team captain. Write out that new batting order and give it to the umps, will you? Sure, boss. And tell Mike that he's batting fourth. Oh, by the way, where is he? He's around for batting practice. No, he's still around. Oh, he's over there in the corner making a phone call. I'll go tell him. Tell him I won't hate him if he puts a couple out of the park, Lefty. Okay, but I got an idea he knows that. How's the arm, Joe? Oh, it's coming around. Steve's been working on it. Good. Hello? Having Hello? trouble, Mike? Bad connection. I think it's okay now. Hello? 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 I-, I can hear you now. Okay. Is Blackie home? No, he's not. This is Shorty. Who's this? This is Mike Allen. Look, tell Boston Blackie I've got to talk to him. I'll call him right after the game today. And now, back to our story. And in a few moments, we'll meet Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie, enemy to those who make him an enemy, friend to those who have no friend. This is Clem McCarthy, continuing with the last half of the first inning, folks. No score as yet, no score, and two out, and Roos is at second. Mike Allen is up. Here comes Shorty, the pitch. do we it's have to Mike. listen to that? Oh. I just want to hear what Mike Allen does. Gosh, oh. I told you just Mike. before game time, and I talked to him personally. Okay. Bradley sneaks a look at second. What he about Bradley? Close to the I don't know what's going on. Now he's facing the plate. Here comes the pitch. Allen swings. Hmm. It's a line drive over the third baseman's head. He's he coming in. He's standing up. Allen's heading for second. McGuire fires the ball. Allen slides, and he's safe. We're in. But wait a minute, folks, wait a minute. Alan isn't getting up. He may have twisted his ankle. Harry, hand me those field glasses, please. Thank you. Folks, Mike Allen didn't twist his ankle. He's bleeding from a hole in the top of his head. What? Here it looks like he's been shot, and it looks as if he's dead. Holy mackerel. Okay, now you ball players, all of you. Line up against those dressing room lockers. Now, where's the manager? Which one of you is the manager of this club? I am Inspector Faraday. I'm Matthew. Okay, you. One of your ball players was shot with a rifle a little while ago out in the ballpark. Now, who could have killed him? I don't know, Inspector Faraday. You don't know, I don't know. Who does know? Any of you guys got any ideas? How about you? Who are you first? I'm Lefty Jones, Inspector. I'm captain of the team. All I can tell you is there never was a cleaner ball player in the business than Mike. Or a cleaner living guy either. Everybody liked him. Isn't that right, Mike? Oh, fine. Well, he was killed, so somebody didn't like him. Now, we know it wasn't any of you guys. From the angle of the bullet, we know the shot came from the center field stands. But from who in the stands? There were thousands of people out there. Look, Inspector, Mike was my friend. 
Whoever did kill Mike better hope that you find him before I do, because it'd be a pleasure to bounce a bat off his head. We don't know anything. You told my assistant an hour ago that you remember Mike calling Boston Blackie before the game. Yes, but Blackie wasn't home, and I don't know what he wanted to talk to him about. Man, I got men out looking for Blackie. Now, let's get down to facts. You, Donlan. Yes, sir. You got any reason to believe Mike Allen was mixed up with anything crooked? Mike? Not him. Lefty told you he was the cleanest ball player in the league. And he was. Well, I... All right, you get in there, Blackie. Come on inside. Here he is, Inspector. Boston Blackie. I found him snooping around out in the grounds. Oh, yeah? Okay, you guys. Sit around on those benches over there and relax. Take it easy. Well, Blackie... So Mike Allen made a phone call to you before the game, huh? What did he want? I don't know. I wasn't home before the game. Where were you? Out. You're going to be a whole lot more out before I get through with you. Where were you when Allen was shot? Still in the same place, Faraday. Out. Out where? No place in particular. Just out. Uh, Rollins, grab his arms. Yes, sir. Now, maybe we'll get somewhere. Uh, Just a minute, Rollins. You haven't got this arm very tight here. Here, try a better grip. How's that? Oh, good and tight. Okay. That'll do it. What now, Inspector? Now I search you, that's what. Let's see your coat pockets. Mm Mm-hmm. Change. Paper clip. What's that for, Blackie? To clip papers, Faraday. See, you learn something every day. And this. What's this? A hat check? No, it's a rain check for a ball game. For this ball game, too. What do you know about that? So you were in the stands watching the ball game this afternoon, huh? Guilty as charged. What's the penalty for that? I'll penalty you. I'll find a reason for you to kill Alan. I'll prove you had the opportunity. Faraday. Dear friend Faraday, in reply to your most recent and most ridiculous suspicions, may I say that A, I did not kill Mike Allen, B, I came to the park here today to see a ball game, and C, I am going to help you find Alan's killer. Oh, yeah? Well, D, E, and F, you're going to keep out of my way, and you're not leaving town. You get that? Now, what's that? Very pretty, what's that, I'd say. Lefty, Lefty, where are you? Here I am, honey, right here. What's the matter? Oh, Lefty, thank goodness you're all right. I heard over the radio that a ball player was killed. I thought... Uh, Just what did you think, lady? Who are you? He's Inspector Faraday of the police, and if you stay here one more minute, he'll make you a suspect. Now, this is my wife, Inspector. Darling, it was Mike who was shot. Mike? Oh, no. Well, Mike will be glad to hear that. Mike, dead... Oh, Lefty, I can't believe it. That's true, dear. I know it's hard to realize. Okay. Now, where were we? You, my dear inspector, were in a blizzard, as usual. Now, I have a request to make. May I go? Why not? I can always lay my hands on you when I want you. I've got all these ball players to question. Only keep away from this ballpark. You hear, Blackie? Keep away. Okay, pal. I'll run home now, but you'll need an awfully big scorebook to keep the errors you make before you finally strike out on this case. All right, Blackie. Now that I've ripped my only pair of nylons climbing over a fence to get in here, tell me what we're doing in a ballpark at 10 o'clock in the evening. We're going to see a ball game, darling. At this time? It's a night game. Oh, without any light? Sure, the fireflies are playing the mosquitoes. Oh, Blackie, please. <laughs> please you or please what? Please tell me what we're doing here. You told me you'd tell me why we were here when we got here. All right, we're here. Now, why? I also told you that I didn't want you to come. Why don't you remember that, Mary? Oh, my memory's a convenient kind. 
Besides, if I didn't come, who'd hold your flashlight? I would. Then I'm glad I came. I don't trust you with a flashlight. You'd probably trip over something and break your neck. Who, me? I never tripped over anything in my... Oh! What were you saying? Oh! Whoever left a pitcher's box in the middle of a baseball That diamond. was very, very careless of him. Come on, Blackie, tell me what we're doing here. Uh, all right. We're on the way to second base. That's it, right over there. That's very helpful. Thank you very much. And now tell me what's second base. It's what Mike Allen was sliding into when the shot caught him in the top of the head. Darling, we know that. Why come out here? I want to try something. Here we are, Mary. Now, as I remember the game this afternoon, Mike Allen got up to the plate, wiggling his bat and moving around. He wasn't much of a target until after he hit the ball and slid into second base. Here. Then for a moment, he was still. Go ahead. That was the moment the murderer was waiting for. He fired the shot that killed Mike. Faraday figured the angle of the bullet indicated the gun was fired from the grandstand. I want to see if he's right. Okay, but what do I do all this time? Well, you're the second baseman. Oh, goody. You stand right there. That's right. Now, I'm going to be Mike sliding in. I'll start the slide from about here. And here I come. Oh, Blackie. You ruined your suit. (laughs) Oh, not to mention what I did to my stomach in Faraday's theory. Oh, Mary, listen. There are two kinds of slides. One is the fall away, where the runner comes into the base feet first. All right, I'm listening. The other is where he comes sliding in on his stomach. Uh, Just like you did. Yeah. And here's the big difference. In the fall away, the top of the slide is heads out toward the stands. In the stomach slide, the top of heads... It's toward... Yeah. Yeah, Let's see, it's toward the scoreboard. Mary... Faraday figured that Allen used the fallaway slide. That's natural. Most ball players do. Well, didn't Allen? No, he came in on his stomach. I saw the game today. Faraday figured the shot came from the stands. Actually, it came from behind the scoreboard. Let's take a look at that score. Here are the steps leading up to the back of the scoreboard, Mary. That's what we want to see. Come on. Listen, darling, we walked up here awful fast. Just wait till I get my breath back. Fine beauty you are. You take your own breath away. Fine friend you are. <laughs> Get me out to a ball field and don't even throw me a ball to catch. You've got enough trouble catching your own breath. Here's the door. Well, well, it's open. Now you can't show off and pick the lock. Okay, at least I get some compensation from that. Oh, it shouldn't be open. Well, come on inside and let's have that flashlight. Right. Here it is and here I am. The way I figure this, Mary, the murderer hid up here until he could get a good shot at Mike Allen. When Allen slid, he shot. But wasn't there a boy up here? A boy who puts the balls and strikes and outs and everything up? There should have been. Yes. Yes, there was a boy here, Mary. There he is over there in the corner. The murderer probably knocked him out, but he hit too hard. Oh, Blackie, he's dead. No wonder the door wasn't locked. Hmm. No sign of who the murderer might have been. Blackie, let's get out of here. If Faraday ever finds you here with that body, he'll never let you out of jail. I know. But what would Faraday be doing here? What would Faraday be doing up here? I'd be following you, Blackie. You could get a bloodhound to do that. He'd do it faster and look better than you do. Ah, I thought I told you to stay away from here, Blackie. Yes, I suppose you did. But you didn't tell Miss Wesley to stay away, and I couldn't let her come out here unescorted, could I? Inspector... 
Do you know that at first he wanted to let me come out here alone? The cat. Miss Wesley, don't I have enough trouble with Blackie? Aren't you sure, Inspector? Oh, sure, I'm sure. And I'm also sure that you had something to do with the murder of Mike Allen. That ought to prove to you, Blanky, you're not so smart, and I'm not so dumb. Now, back to Boston Blackie. After Mike Allen, baseball star, is mysteriously shot while sliding into second base, it is learned from Lefty Jones, another ball player, and his wife, that Mike had the cleanest record of any man in the major leagues. Boston Blackie, Inspector Faraday's perennial suspect, has figured out that the shot that killed Allen came from behind the baseball scoreboard. And he's investigating the scoreboard when Faraday surprises him. To complicate matters, the scoreboard boy has been found murdered. As we return to our story, it is a few minutes later, and Blackie, Mary Wesley, and Faraday are still up behind the scoreboard. That's all I've got to tell you, pal. You were following me, so you know I didn't kill this boy here. All I've done so far is show you where the shot that killed Alan came from. Blackie, why is it you always uh, show me something you think I don't know? Why, Inspector? Because I always have one less suspect to look for than you do. You waste too much time on me. Blackie, I'd like to go home, please. What are you asking him for? I'm the one who decides where you're going to go. Well, where am I going to go, Inspector? Home. Take her home, Blackie. And believe me, if you don't stay out of this case from here in, it'll be bad news for you. Believe me, Inspector, if I do stay out of this case, that'll be good news for the murderer. <laughs> Don't look like much of a hotel to me, Blackie. You've got to take what you can get nowadays, Shorty. Besides, baseball players travel a lot, and they're used to once-over-lightly accommodations. Let's go in. Push the revolving door, Shorty. I want to know what it's like to be a parasite. Okay, boss. Don't look like much of a lobby, either. Nobody around. Except the porter. Oh, boy. Yeah, where is everybody? How do I find out a certain room number? Well, if I want any information around here, I'd go ask the clerk. There he is. The desk is over there in the corner, Blackie. You're so right, Shorty. Thanks, boy. That's all right, boss. Neatly and all. What is there about me that attracts characters, Shorty? Meaning me, boss? Let's just say including you. Oh, I beg your pardon, sir. I'd like some information, please. Yes, sir. Would you tell me what room Lefty Jones is in, please? I'll have to announce you, sir, and the Jones phone is busy. Would you mind waiting? Not at all. By the way, do many of the ball players stop here? No, sir, not many. Only Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Mr. and Mrs. Jones? What position does she play? I beg your pardon? Sorry, ain't you, boss? <laughs> Very. Say, um, there was a terrible thing out at the ballpark today, wasn't it? Yes, it certainly was. Mr. Allen used to come here to visit the Joneses very often. He was a great ball player. Ever see him play? No. My work here is pretty confining, and I never did have much of an interest in baseball. Oh, the Jones wire is free. Who shall I say is calling? Boston Blackie. Just a moment, please. Hello? Oh, Mrs. Jones, this is Mr. French at the desk. There's a Mr. Boston Blackie to see you. Very well. You may go right up. The elevator is over there. It's self-service, room 328. 
Room 328, he said. That's right here, boss. Among my many assets is the fact that I can read numbers too, Shorty, but thanks anyhow. Hold it a moment. Come in. Hello. I met you, or rather saw you yesterday, Mrs. Jones. Yes, I did see you yesterday, Blackie. Thanks for remembering. Uh, this is my friend Shorty. How do you do, ma'am? My husband isn't home. Is there anything I can do for you? That's a leading question, Mrs. Jones, but all I want is some information. What do you know about Mike Allen's death? Only that the police thought you might have killed him. That's all? That's all. And now, would you mind... Thank you. I'm sorry I bothered you. We'll be leaving now. Oh, uh, by the way, this is rather a remote neighborhood. Will I have any trouble getting a cab? I'll have the clerk call one for you. Thanks. Yes? Joe, my friends... I've got to talk to him. Not now. But I tell you, I must. Doris, Would I... you mind calling a cab for my friends now, please? Of course. I'm sorry, I... Thank you. You'll have Ernest the Porter get you one, Blackie. Thank you. I'm sorry I bothered you, Mrs. Jones. Oh, there's one more thing. Should Inspector Faraday get in touch with you, please don't mention my visit here, will you? Of course not. Goodbye, Blackie. I'm... I'm sorry I was rude when you first came in. Forget it. Come on, Shorty. Put down that magazine. Let's go. Huh? Oh, okay, boss. Only the pictures were getting awful pretty. Goodbye, Miss Jones. Thank you again. And you won't forget to forget I was here in case Inspector Faraday asks you. I won't. Goodbye. Goodbye, ma'am. Frenchy. Frenchy. Yes? What is it? Those two men leaving here. Stop them. And call the police immediately. <laughs> Ground floor. All out, Blackie. Right, Shorty. Say, what did you think of Mrs. Jones? The gal we just left upstairs? Well, if you ask me, Boy, I... Boss, stay where you are. Hey, boss, the clerk. I don't mind the clerk so much. It's that gun he's don't holding. Don't move. I... me. The police will be here in a minute. Hey, boss, the way his hand is twitching makes me nervous. I'm nervous, Shorty. Nervous enough, maybe, to... for you to faint? I got it, boss. Oh. Hey, get off of me. Get away from me. Mighty nice fainting, Shorty. Gives me time for this. Oh! Clip did it. He's out now, Shorty. Let's you and I get out, too. And what, Mr. Boston Blackie, were the results of your visit with Mrs. Jones? I'm not sure, Mary, but I've got an idea. Let's have that telephone. What's he? Uh, that's French for here it is. Grazie. That's Italian for thanks. Uh-huh. You can't outlanguage me, lady. Silly of me to try, wasn't it? Mary, you couldn't be silly trying anything. Why, thank you. Quiet now. Oh. Hello? Hello. This is Ernest, the porter, Mr. French. I think you want to talk to me. What are you talking about, Ernest? Mr. French, I was at the ball game today. Got there early on account of you got to get there early to get seats in the bleachers, you know. And I saw you sneaking in back of the scoreboard. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you do. In an hour, I'll be in a room at 700 West 124th Street. It might be a good idea for you to come up and discuss this matter, don't you think? Goodbye. Darling, would you mind telling me what was the big idea of the minstrel routine? Well, first of all, nobody seems to have a reason for killing Mike Allen, but... 
the batting order of yesterday's ball game was switched at the last minute with Mike batting in Lefty Jones' spot. Now, suppose somebody didn't know it was switched and knew only that Jones usually batted in the fourth slot. Well, then that somebody wouldn't know much about baseball. All lineups are subject to change without notice. That's right. And the hotel clerk I just talked to doesn't know baseball at all. It was too far from the scoreboard to see a player's face, and maybe he intended to kill Jones, who usually batted fourth. Yes, but why would he want to kill Jones? I heard the talk between him and Mrs. Jones. Why, that gal has him doing handsprings. Maybe he figured with Jones out of the way, he could get her to marry him. If I'm right, he'll come up to meet me, and I'll put the heat on him and turn him over to Faraday on ice. <laughs> Thanks for letting me use your room, Shorty. When you hear a knock on the door, it'll be the room clerk, French. So scram out the fire escape, right? Well, suppose there's no knock on the door, boss. Then French is probably innocent. Only I wouldn't want to think that. There he is, Shorty. Just a minute, boss. Get out the window, Shorty. Okay, boss. I'll be seeing you. Just a minute. Is that you, boss? Is that me, boss? No, it's me, Faraday, and I'm... Blackie, what are you doing here? I could ask you that question with better reason, believe me. I get it, Blanky. Now you're adding blackmail to your other activities. You called French and gave him some story about seeing him go behind the scoreboard yesterday, huh? And he called you and told you that, huh? Of course. Only he said the hotel porter called him. Now, what's that all about? That was me playing hotel porter, Faraday. I think I've got something. Yeah, and I've got you, which is nothing. Listen. Uh, I think French shot Mike Allen. Yeah? thinking he was killing Lefty Jones and that he still thinks the porter did see him at the ballpark. Look, he could never stop me from telling what I knew if I were the porter and did see him, could he? So? So he told the story to you, knowing if he did, that no matter what I said from there on, he'd be in the clear. Faraday, I hate to ask for favors, but, well, this time I'm going to. Uh, this time you've got to ask for favors. I got a gun in my pocket. I'll use it in a minute if you get tough. Here's your gun. I took that out of your pocket it... right after you came in here. What? Here, take it. It's heavy. Now, listen to me, Faraday. Give me one more chance to prove the French is the man we want. One chance and one hour. What can you lose? One wonderful case against you. All right, go ahead, Blanky. Only you better make it good. Thanks, Faraday. Be in the hotel lobby talking to French in an hour when a certain phone call will show you what a phony he is. It's, uh, it's just like I told you, Mr. French. When we got up to that room on 124th Street, there was nobody there. Well, I, I knew there was some kind of mistake somewhere, Inspector. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll just hang around here and... Grab a smoke for a minute, and then I'll uh, go Oh, over. excuse me, Inspector. Hello? Victor Hotel? You called the cops. That oh. wasn't smart, boss. Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, just a minute. I I'll see. Oh, somebody there? Huh? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, of course. I'll get it, boss. Okay. Just don't try the same trick again. Uh, <clears throat> You've got 30 minutes to show up here so we can talk business. I see. That's all. Uh, certainly, certainly. I, I'll be glad to. Goodbye. The room shortage is getting worse all the time, Inspector. Yeah, we even noticed that uh, down at the jail. 
Well, I'll be seeing you, French. I'm going home. Goodbye, Inspector. I'm going off duty soon, but I can't go home. I've got to go see a friend of mine. Come on in, boys. I've seen you coming down the street, so I know it's you this time. Turn on the light. We don't need no light, boss. It's busted in the first place, and besides, I can feel money. I don't have to see the color of it. You can feel money, eh? Maybe you can feel this, too. I wouldn't shoot no more if I was you, Mr. Friend. What? Somebody's likely to get hurt. Where are you? Somebody named you. Where are you, you blackmailing... Right here. Only I'm moving around a little. I'm the restless type. I'm getting out of here. That's going to be a little tough. The door is kind of locked a bit. What do you want? What is it? For one thing, I don't want to be a porter no more. And a little dough would fix that. I want to get paid for spying on you and Mrs. Jones. So you used to watch us, huh? Sure. And I seen you at the ballpark, too. Like I said... Chances are the scoreboard boy saw you, too, so you had to kill him. That's worth a thousand bucks, ain't it, boss? All right. You know what you're talking about. Come here and get your money. Okay. Here I come. And there you go. I forgot to say I was coming, but I was ducking, too. You try and duck this. <coughs> Throw the light on, Faraday. Nice pass, Blackie. You've heard enough. I wonder what there was about that guy's chin that attracted my fist. Well, Mary, it's a wonderful afternoon. Where would you like to go? Where would you like to take me? To a ball game. Who's being murdered? I mean, uh, who's playing today? (laughs) The Dodgers. Oh, let's go. But, uh... I wish you'd tell me first what poor Mike Allen might have called you about the day he was killed. Well, I'd asked him for an autographed baseball for your nephew, Mary. Oh. He probably just wanted to tell me that he had it. You know, it's a curious thing, Mary. French had never been to a baseball game until the day he went and killed Allen and the scoreboard boy. What's curious about that? That the first time he sees the national pastime, it's his last time.
Classic Streams. This concludes another episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening. Retro Radio Today does not claim ownership over copyrights to any radio shows on our podcasts. The work in this episode has been identified as being free of known restrictions under copyright law, including all related and neighboring rights. The show copyrights are believed to be expired. Classic Streams.